Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah. DJ Clue, DJ Clue, Death the Storm, Storm, The Rock, The Rock, The Rock. This shit right here, this shit right here. The Rock Army, Dame Dash presents, presents the Dream Team niggas, niggas. Word, word. What's up, y'all? Yo, this is Dame Dash, the CEO. <laughs> here to welcome y'all to the Dream Team. What y'all niggas thought I was gonna rap? Never. I'm just a little mad at niggas coming at my neck like my teammate, the best in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't got beans. Tonight's episode of Two Sides of the Story presents the Skybox. Tonight, I have a special guest host in a building. Bishop. What it is, what it do, people. Yes, the bishop can talk about sports, too. <laughs> but what's up, fam? What's good, man? What's, what's been going on, man? It's been a while since we actually did a uh, show together, you know. Long time coming. It's been a minute. Been a it's minute. Been a minute. Been a minute. Uh, man, before we really kick this off, though, I want to say, uh, for those who listen to the Skybox on a regular basis, my former co-host, DC's People's Champion, is no longer a part of the Two Sides of the Story family, but I wish him the best, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's he. he. He's, he's still fam, but you got to understand sometimes you you got to step away um, and do what's necessary for you. So, you know what I'm saying, we, we, we miss the bull, but we understand um, 
why he had to depart. So, Champ, if you're listening, much yeah. love, fam. Much love. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. One thing that he did add to skyboxes to kick the quick three. I'm about to go ahead and kick, uh, kick that off real quick. Uh, well, the first story I originally was going to start with was that Derrick Rose was cleared of all charges, but ESPN actually took that report off their website. So I think I got to find something else to look at. What a cover. Um, oh, I'm actually looking at it now. Oh, they put it back up on the site? <laughs> yep, they wow. put it back up on ESPN right now. It's like it's one of the bullets uh, under top headline. It's the very first bullet. Jury finds Nick's Rose not liable in civil lawsuit. Oh, wow. Well, we're going to... Uh, get back into that story when I actually can see it because I'm on the site and it has nothing on it. Wow. That's odd. DSN, what's going on? Uh, 49ers running back Carlos Hyde earns a $9,115 fine for flexing in the end zone. Wow. We're going to have a conversation on this a little bit later on the no fun league and all these crappy fines and flags. Yesterday I posted a, another story. No one Saints surprised a 14-year-old fan with a contract and a tour. He's battling malaria, chronic liver disease, which affects his physical growth and has been in and out of hospitals since since receiving a liver transplant when he was one. God damn. He now needs another and is on the waiting list. He had 13 surgeries and at one point was in a coma for an entire year. Damn. Hey. Mm-hmm. I ain't mean to say it like that, but God, like I mean, that's just a lot to be fourteen. He's experienced more than most grown adults. He, with that said, the St. Louis oh shit, the New Orleans Saints surprised him with a contract to be a part of the team for the game for the upcoming game. The young man's name is Jerris Robinson. They signed him to be their hype, their hype man for their game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Shout out to the New Orleans Saints for that. Hey, I mean, that's a lot, though. Yeah, big time. 13 big surgeries. Time. Also, over the weekend, we lost... We lost former New York Jets defensive end Dennis Bird, who was killed in a car crash. We also lost Quentin Groves, who played for multiple teams in the NFL. He was only 32. Dennis Bird was 50. Rest in peace to both men. Absolutely. All right, Bishop. Where do we want to go? start off with? Because... That was your quick three. We can get talk a little basketball because uh, uh, somewhat of a big trade has been made two days ago. The Milwaukee Bucks mm. and the Chicago Bulls agreed to swipe Michael Carter-Williams for Tony Snell. For Tony Snell. Um. Like, when I first read this, I couldn't believe it. Like, I mean, Michael Carter Williams is a hell of a player. He's a great point guard. Very consistent. I mean, he's the type of guy that a team that desperately, that really needs a point guard to go after. (laughs) Now sending him to the Chicago Bulls, I'm not mad at the Bulls because, I mean, they already have point guards. Now Mm -hmm. they're going to be stacked with him, Rajon Rondo, you have D-Wade possibly playing the two. 
You still have Jimmy Butler who's going to play the three. That backcourt is going to be is going to be very stacked. I'm not mad at the Bulls for the straight Milwaukee. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, I can get something out of this trade. But right now, the Bulls, like, they got the better of it. I would say so. We are almost. Yeah, I would say yeah, so. We are well, om- yeah, <laughs> we are almost at the beginning of the NBA season. Right now, we're just in the playoffs, you know. Yeah. But we're almost at the beginning of yeah. the opening. Baseball table. is getting ready to Baseball is getting ready to end, and basketball is getting ready to begin. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got one. Speaking we got one. Baseball. We got one chapter ending, another beginning. Well, one book closing and getting ready to open up another one. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. Speaking of baseball, I'm glad that you brought that up. Today, the Cleveland Indians advanced to the World Series by defeating the Toronto Blue Jays in five games to advance to their first World Series since 1997. Almost they will play the winner years, of bro. almost 20 years. I mean, hey, it is what it is. I mean, look look at the uh, Kansas City Chick, the Kansas City Royals. I mean, it took them 29 to get back to the World Series. But they got the True. job done the following year. <laughs> they did get it done. They did get it done. And look at the Cleveland Cavaliers. What was it, 52? Yep. So Cleveland Ooh, right now seems, seems to be on the look verge. Look at the Warriors. I mean, it took them 50 years to win another championship. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. It happened. You're right. So, I mean, the Boston Red Sox took them 80-plus years. Yeah. Everybody when gets the Red Sox won in Everybody gets a turn. Right. They won, took them 80-plus 80, 80 years. So I'm not gonna beat them down. Right. Um, but what, what, what were they calling it? The the Bay the uh, the Bay Ruth curse. curse of the Bay. Yeah. So, I mean, hey. Yeah, they've been cursed ever since the they traded Bay Ruth Indians, to the Yankees. Yeah, they. I mean, right. they, they did it. They did it. They will face the winner yeah. of the Chicago Cubs and the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I believe no, the, the, Cubs, the, Cubs, still... the, Cubs, the Cubs are another team that hasn't been to the World Series or won a championship in a while. Yeah, they, they haven't won a World Series in almost – they haven't won one in over 100 years. See? So, I mean, that would make a compelling storyline if the Chicago yeah. Cubs come back and beat the Dodgers because right now they're down. They're down a game. They, um, yeah, they're down a game, but they actually lead five nothing in the middle of the fifth inning. So, so if they, they win, out, if they win a night, they tie the series. Right, and and in some way they can sit up and they can pull off the upset and beat the Dodgers and to advance to the World Series. That's going to make a compelling storyline. It is. I mean, it's been a while since they did the World Series. Two teams. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think Chicago will do it. I think Chicago, I'm picking Chicago to win the series between them and the Dodgers. Um, it's a toss up as far as who will win the World Series between them and the Indians, but as far as the uh, the NLCS. I'm picking. I, I I pick Chicago to um for the upset, and I think that's going to make a compelling uh storyline for the World honestly, Series. Honestly, since the Nationals got put out in the first round, I think Chicago Chicago was my second pick. I did pick them to make it to the National League National League Championship Series. Now, with that said, I think Chicago will win the series. I mean. I'm not going to sleep on Los Angeles. I mean, the Dodgers are a tough team. But I think the Cubs are the better of the two teams. And honestly, I, I think Chicago will get it done. 
I mean, they was only down two one. I mean, now they're lead they're leading by five in about the tie the series. If they can hold on. Well, we'll see. We will see. That we will. Uh, let's move on to professional wrestling. Wrestling, like I normally say. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't catch Monday Night Raw. I had to work that night. I, I didn't, didn't even catch Raw. I didn't either. But I did catch SmackDown. I missed Goldberg coming out to accept Brock Lesnar's challenge. Honestly, I don't know if I'm hyped about that match or not. It was like they needed somebody that could step to Brock, and they brought out the best thing they could find, which was Goldberg. Uh, nah. All I see is Suplex City. <laughs> I look. I look at it in this sense: Goldberg has not wrestled in over twelve years. Over twelve years, it's been twelve years. So I feel. Number one, let's be for real. WWE had to throw him a ton of money to get him to even to agree to even do this match. Oh yeah, um, I miss no Raw as well. I miss Raw as well. I miss Raw as well. Um, but I, you know, I do have the WWE app on my phone, so I was kind of like picking it up, uh, well, open to try to stay up current of what was happening on Raw uh, for the most part. And so when they posted the video of Goldberg coming out and and, and basically accepting Brock's challenge, I watched the video. Um, I will say this: he hasn't he hasn't lost his ability uh, to 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 rock the mic, uh, so to speak, or whatever. Um, hasn't lost his ability to sit up there and uh, you know sell himself. Um, but. I look at it in the sense of like I feel like, and I and I hope not. I was very very disappointed with the WWE when Sting finally came over, and they only brought him over for simply to have him lose. And it's like, oh, that's you know, a, that's a different that's conversation. Yeah. That, like that, like that's absolutely whack. And I and I'm, I'm kind of feeling like it's about to be deja deja vu. Only this time it would be Goldberg to where, um. They're gonna have Brock basically beat him. Um, we know everybody knows that the, the when the the last time they fought it was at WrestleMania and Goldberg didn't wind up winning the match, which led to Brock um, resigning from WWE and and, all, and basically being banned. Um to wrestle in any North American uh, wrestling company, which led to him going over to Japan for a while. And all well, actually, so, it is more to that story than that. That match at WrestleMania 20, both wrestlers were on their way out the door. Brock wanted to pursue a football career. Goldberg was just fed up with WWE and wanted to be released. Because he didn't like how his character was handled. They didn't make him look 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 like the powerhouse that he was at WCW. Brock exactly. wanted to try something else. I mean, he had the opportunity to go out and try for the Minnesota Vikings. So that match, neither one of them really cared about it because, I mean, it was pretty much their last match in a WWE ring at the time. I think this match might be a little better. As right right now, the way they're building Brock up to be this unstoppable juggernaut who doesn't sell moves or really take any punishment that just dishes out suplexes and punishment on his opponents. But right now, I think this as might we, be... As, as, we, as we saw with his last match with Randy Orton. But basically, so yeah. back, he just he just beat the hell out of Randy Orton. Let's just let's just call it for what it is. He just, he just beat the hell I mean, out of I, Randy Orton. I know, I, I know they they want to build Brock to be this strong beast, but you at the same time you can't have him beating the shit out of everybody. Like. 
I mean, he can win a match, but come on now. You can't make your established stars look that weak against him. <laughs> but this is true. This is very true. Hell in a Cell is coming up. Well, Hell in a Cell is... Nah, that's not the wrong pay-per-view. But their match is coming up, I believe, uh, Survivor Series. So we will see. I was able to catch SmackDown, by the way. SmackDown wasn't bad. I mean, I'm mad they brought back the Spirit Squad. Well, two members of them. Kenny and Mikey, but yo, yeah. yo, don't 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 even get me started with that storyline. Yeah, uh, granted, the yeah. Miz and Dolph Ziggler feud has been exciting. They did, they've both brought something to the IC title. They made it mean so much more. I mean, Miz when Miz I was IC champ, I mean it was a great reign. He made the title more relevant than anyone has in a long time. Do you have Dolph Ziggler playing the underdog role, who's given possibly his best promo work he's done in his entire career? This field, I would say, has one more match in it because, honestly, there's nothing else you can do with it. But it, they had a, ta- a triple threat, a six-man tag match. It was the Miz and the Spirit Squad versus Dolph Ziggler, Rhino, and Heath Slater, your SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Spirit Squad picked up the win due to a distraction, but it was it wasn't a bad match. <laughs> it was not a bad match. <laughs> Uh, what else happened on SmackDown? But, of course, you know, Dean Ambrose is having this little feud with AJ Styles, and he cost AJ another 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 win against James Ellsworth, the human turtle. I'm not, uh, I don't like what everybody's doing with Ambrose. Honestly, I ain't going to lie. When I first saw the oh, man, yeah. I, I just had a flashback of Master of the Skies. When you, when you try to uh, get into the turtle club. Turtle, turtle. <laughs> trying to say, I'm not <laughs> turtle enough for the turtle club? Turtle. Oh, man. Oh. I mean, that's the first thing oh, that came to, to my mind. I'm going to have to go watch that movie. Oh, no. I'm going to have to go watch that movie, though. Get my girl Naomi. Lost to Alexa Bliss. That was a great match. That might have been the best match of the whole night. Naomi versus Alexa Bliss. That was a great match. Honestly, that's yeah, starting to have Alexa like go girl, man. I don't like what they... I mean, for real. I don't like what they're doing with Naomi, yo. I don't like what they're doing because it's like there's, there's so much that they could really do with Naomi. She's an incredible athlete. Let's just be for real. She's an incredible athlete. Yeah. I will say she needs to work on her um, her chops as far as like selling herself and all that type of stuff. But in the her in the, her in the ring um capabilities are good, man. They good. Oh, they're real amazing. Good. And let's just uh, they're amazing. let's be for real. Um, let's be for real. We have we have seen as of lately. I I have seen a lot of miscues. In a lot of these matches, where, where it's, oh, yeah. it, it was a blown a blown reversal, uh, even with the even on Monday Night Raw with between Dana Brooks and Bailey, you can clearly see um, right before the end of the match where uh, Dana Brooks pulls Bailey through the ropes. Bailey kind of hits the back of her head. Dana covers her. And then basically wins one, two, three. You can clearly tell Blake, uh, Bailey blew uh, the cue where she was supposed to kick out and the match was at least supposed to go from, I don't know, maybe another two minutes, maybe another three minutes, whatever. But um, it's like, yo, like, 
you know, y'all need to work on this. This is like it's it's, it's becoming more and more evident. But when Naomi, I feel as if you know, because for for that first when they made her turn heel and all that type of stuff, at first they was kind of giving her a little push, like oh, and that's back when Nikki Bella had the championship. So now it's just like all of a sudden, um, you don't get a whole lot of TV time, but she she get her fair share. But I think that she deserves a greater push on the WWE than what she's getting now. Honestly, um, Alexi, she does. To, I to take I don't take nothing from Alexis Bliss, but honestly, I feel as if. The storyline between her and Becky Lynch is not an interesting one. It's not one that yeah. sits there and makes me want to sit at the table and be like, oh, oh. Even with Carmella and Nikki, and Nikki Bella, that storyline is like, uh, when the next match is going to start? It's, it's not compelling enough. And it's like back in the day, like especially with when you had like, when it was like Lita and Chris Stratus. Like, they they had some compelling storylines that led to some epic matches between them two. So it's it's like you know they can do better. You know they can do better. Um, I just feel like Naomi deserves a greater push, and that she deserves uh, a uh, opportunity to be the women's champion, and um and and really. Because she has a huge following. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? She's like yeah, she's over with the following. I mean, there's no doubt about yeah. that. She's over with the fans. Honestly, I think yes, her time will be coming soon. <clears throat> Especially, I could see her down the road feuding with Becky Lynch for the women's title on SmackDown. I mean, she has a she has she has the following. And there's rumors that there are rumors that Stephanie Stephanie McMahon is also a huge fan of Naomi. So if that does if that rumor is true, Naomi could be winning the title very soon. Because honestly, it's about her. It's, you know it's that time. I agree. I definitely agree. And you know, and and not to mention the fact she does work out with Stephanie McMahon. They do work out together. Uh, oh, yeah, very true. Who knows? Who knows? She, but she, but the, but the two do work out together. So, you know, there could definitely be some. Uh, you know, I mean, you working out with someone—that's all kind of time to sit up there and kind of sell yourself, and you know, to your boss and 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 and, and, and get some stuff off your chest or whatever the case may be, and, and as well as, uh, you know, pick their brain, all that type of stuff. Because at the end of the day, as a as a wrestler. Part of your job is exactly that, selling yourself. Exactly. Um, and I and and Naomi definitely has that uh that capability. I think someone else is in fact that um they need to um put a bigger push behind. And um I read a story earlier today as a matter of fact, um about um Stone Cold Steve Austin talking about Roman Reigns and how he's he's a he's a big fan of Roman Reigns but he he basically went down the line of saying this, in fact what you know what he would like to see the WWE do with Roman Reigns and basically he pretty much as I'm saying about what they need to do with Naomi uh, Stone Cold was saying the same thing in regards to Roman Reigns is that the WWE needs to put a bigger push behind him um, he needs to work on uh, on selling himself uh, more and as well as the fact that Stone Cold playing flat out selling him give him some better storylines. And I couldn't agree more. With everything My thing with Roman, uh, <clears throat> first of all, the WWE needs to give Roman his own identity. He hasn't had I that agree. since he left the Shield. I mean, you still got him coming I out agree. to the Shield's theme music. You still have him coming out to the Shield. I mean, to the Shield's gear. Like, give him his own his own identity. Make him the Samoan savage that y'all tried to build him up as. Give him a real gimmick. Make him actually look stronger than what he really is. I mean, know how to use him. That's the thing. I mean, it's hard for a wrestler to try to sell himself 
when the Federation doesn't know how to actually use you to the best to your strengths. True. This is true. This is true. We know Roman is not going to rock the mic and like that, there. but give him. I mean, give him a manager that can help that. <laughs> give him a gimmick where he does. He can look strong without looking dumb. Mhm. I agree. I agree. Um, another thing I found out is apparently Mickey James is making her come back to the WWE, and she's going to be starting off in NXT. Um, I don't know if she has the, if she's had the match yet, but apparently she tweeted out the um to let it be known that she was actually making her come back to the WWE, and that it will be for the NXT Women's Championship against Asuka. So, um, former uh, women's heavyweight champion in both WWE and TNA, um, I think it's going to be quite interesting to see what the WWE does with her, um, to see how long will they keep her in NXT before moving her up to the main roster on either SmackDown or Raw, um, and exactly what will her character be this time around. We know it's in fact in Nikki James. In her heyday, especially in her heyday for the WWE, she was one hell of a wrestler. So, um, oh yeah, even in TNA, she was um she was she was one heck of a wrestler. So, um, quite interesting to sit up there and see what the WWE is going to do um, with her in her second go round with them um, or whatever. So, uh, this is going to be quite, but not even just for her. But with Bobby Roode, with Austin Aries, with Samoa Joe, um, I'm looking forward to see exactly what the WWE is going to do with with these wrestlers. These wrestlers, these guys, these these ladies and gents were um, profound wrestlers on their on their respective brand. Um, Bobby Roode, Austin Aries. Tomorrow, Joe, we all every you know pretty much know them from TNA or whatever, and they did their thing over there. So I hope WWE will give them and do them the correct justice and not use them as a what's the word I want? What's the what's the correct phrase I would like to use? A word I would, I want to say pawns, you know, to not bring them over and just basically make make fools out of them. Because we know the WWE has done that in the past. Oh, yeah. They have an own history for that. Hopefully, this will not be one of those scenarios. We actually are on our final 30 minutes. Oh. Now, we got to kick this. We got to kick off the football talk. Hold on, before I do that, though, I do need to do one small thing, and that is give an update on the current NCAA football rankings for week eight. Currently at number one, you have Alabama. You have Ohio State at number two, Michigan at number three, Clemson at number four, you have Washington at number five. Number six is Texas A&M. Seven is Louisville. Eight is Nebraska. Nine is Baylor. Ten is Wisconsin. Eleven is Houston. Baylor at number nine. Wisconsin. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Houston at number eleven. West Virginia at twelve. Florida State at thirteen. Boise State at fourteen. Florida at fifteen. 16, you have Oklahoma, Arkansas at, Arkansas at 17, Tennessee at 18, Utah at 19, Western Michigan at 20, Auburn at 21, North Carolina at 22, Ole Miss at 23, Navy at 24, and LSU at 25. And that is your top 25 in college football right now. Well, 
I must say the simple fact is that uh, you know, this is Alabama. And we're that uh so I expect them to be in, you know, number one of course. I'm happy though, because in fact, my state, my home state, Michigan, we are at least in the top 25. Because for the longest, the NCAA seems to be prejudiced when it comes to the Michigan Wolverines. Um, and when it comes to some factor, when we are doing good, that we didn't get much love when it comes to the Colts. But, but particularly this year, I must say my boys have left them no choice. But in the words of Birdman. Put some respect on our name, you know. Just put some respect on the on the on the Wolverine's name. Now we 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 taking care of business. Uh, we still got, of oh, course, yeah. two, two major two major games that are, are are of extreme importance: Michigan State, of course, and Ohio State. Um, I know that I know that Ohio State game. Yeah, that that day on there, that's going to definitely be a highly televised game because. Um, if they both continue to keep doing what they're doing and kicking some butt, um, we talking about two undefeated teams. Somebody got to lose. Somebody got to win. Somebody got to lose. I prefer to be them oh, some, some, some pitiful Buckeyes. So, this time, but uh, honestly, that is that is possibly the number one game everybody's looking. For. Four two is one of the top games of this season. With both teams being ranked as as they are, plus I mean the history behind that rivalry. Yes, sir. Uh, but now let's talk NFL week six. We are going to recap. So the San Diego Chargers knock off the Denver Broncos twenty one thirteen. The San Francisco 49ers made a quarterback change, announced their quarterback change last week, and starting in his first NFL game of the 2016 was Colin Kaepernick. Too bad that his 49ers had to play the Buffalo Bills at Buffalo. The score that game was 45-16. Do you know that mm. there was someone outside mm. selling shirts that had a target on Colin Kaepernick? Not surprised. I'm like, really? I mean, y'all making shirts of him being, of someone actually focusing the target on him to shoot? Like, I mean, is this what we really came to? But anyway, the Washington Redskins the Redskins defeat it, it, the it division rival Philadelphia. It doesn't, it doesn't surprise me. Oh no, not at all. But uh, the Redskins defeat the, the, the division rival Philadelphia Eagles twenty-seven twenty. The Browns lose their sixth game of the season to the Tennessee Titans by two points, twenty-eight twenty-six. The New York Giants rebound after losing two. Three straight games by defeating the Baltimore Ravens, 27-23. The Carolina Panthers still continue to struggle by losing to the New Orleans Saints, 41-38. to The Jacksonville Jaguars come back from behind to win against the Chicago Bears. The Detroit Lions edge off the St. Louis Rams, 31-28. The Miami Dolphins shocked the world by defeating the Pittsburgh Steelers 30-15. to The New England Patriots... Yo. <laughs> oh, nobody expected Miami to win that game. Let's just be for real. But I digress. I mean, not only that, Win that game the way that they did. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let's see. Yeah, the Patriots. The Patriots beat the Cincinnati Bengals, thirty-five seventeen. The Chiefs beat the Raiders, twenty-six to ten. The Seahawks escape a 
escape with a win against the Atlanta Falcons, 26-24. to The Dallas Cowboys go on, went on to Green Bay to beat the Packers 30-16. to The Houston Texans come back from behind to beat the Indianapolis Colts, 26-23. to <clears throat> And your Monday night game, the Arizona Cardinals beat the bricks off the New York Jets, 28-3. And speaking of the New York Jets, it was announced today that they are switching starting quarterbacks. Now, Geno Smith will start week seven. Apparently, they, they had uh, enough of Fitzpatrick, so now they're going to have to go. Now they're about to enter the Geno. But let's be for real. Does anybody expect Geno Smith to do any better, though? Listen, uh, the New York Jets have always had a problem at, at the QB position. Let's just be for real. They have for years now. Um, okay. at the end of the day, um, they just, they don't have the right QB to come in and really take that leader, take leadership of the team. You know what I'm so, um, not to mention the same fact is that with any, with anything, particularly with teams, when it comes to team sports, you've got to have the right pieces. The right pieces make all the difference. And at the end of the day, they just do not have the right pieces. They have some pieces. They're just not the right pieces. They need the right pieces. Well, with the Jets, I look at this team that didn't do anything to approve from last year. Over the offseason, they they was going back and forth trying to get Fitzpatrick to resign. They finally do what during preseason. By then, I mean you had Geno taking most of the snaps. You also had Bryce Petty taking some of the snaps as well. You had two quarterbacks who who not only took snaps with the first and second team. But they was also possibly more game ready than Fitzpatrick. Nothing against Brian Fitzpatrick, but if you look at his career, he's only had one good year as a starting quarterback in the NFL. One, and that was 2015. I guess the New York Jets thought that a 33-year-old quarterback could come in and duplicate what he did a year ago instead of what he's done before the 2015 season. I'm sorry, but no. I mean, this is the this is the real Ryan Fitzpatrick that they're getting now. The Jets do have pieces. They have Brandon Marshall. They bought in Matt Forte. They still have Aaron Decker. They still, well, they had a good defense. I don't know what happened to it. Right now, you're starting to see the age of the real Reavers getting exposed. But one thing that has hurt them was the loss of Chris Ivory. Mm. Mm. Not I taking agree. anything away from Bilal Powell, but he's not the same running back as Chris Ivory. I mean, you have a running back that literally took the pressure off the quarterback and he accounted for a lot of that offense on that team, which it what made it easy for Ryan Fitzpatrick to shine. Now they don't have that. They put him at Forte, but I mean, that one Forte, I'm not gonna say that he's old, but I mean he's not the same type of back that they had. I mean, yes, he's very versatile. We know he can run. But you you gave up 
a top five back, and you didn't replace it with one. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it that's, That really hurt this, that franchise. And right now, the New York Jets are really feeling that. They're really feeling that hit from not having Chris Ivory. I mean, what they did last year was good, but they didn't get better. And all the teams around them got better. The Buffalo Bills got better. The New England Patriots are still the New England Patriots. You have teams yeah. in the AFC who got better. You have the Oakland Raiders who got better. You have the Pittsburgh Steelers who lost Ben, who just lost Ben Roethlisberger for four to six weeks. You still have a lot of teams in that conference who actually turned it up a notch. But I'm not going to take too much of the uh, New York Jets. I mean, right, they they, ne- they just didn't get better from last year, and it's showing, and now they have a team that completely sucks. I just feel bad for their head coach, Todd Bowles. Because, honestly, I like Todd Bowles. He's He's in a bad situation right now, but hopefully he will get a chance to shine. So, but uh, let's actually move on. Let's move on to week number seven. As soon as I can get my computer to stop breathing. Matchups for week seven. Okay, week seven matchups. Tomorrow night, the Chicago Bears will look to get their second win of the season against the Green Bay Packers. Sunday, we have a 9.30 game at London. The New York Giants versus the Los Angeles Rams. I'm still trying to get in the habit of saying Los Angeles over the St. Louis. <laughs> One o'clock game. You have the New Orleans Saints versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The Indianapolis Colts versus the Tennessee Titans. The undefeated Minnesota Vikings versus the Philadelphia Eagles. The Paul Brown Bowl featuring the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh-oh, another 1 o'clock game. You have my Washington Redskins going to Detroit to take on the Detroit Lions. Uh, you have the Oakland Raiders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Buffalo Bills versus the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, that should be an interesting game. The Baltimore Ravens taking on the New York Jets. Baltimore should pull that game. Should pull that game out. Yeah. If this game close, but, I'm gonna be mad. But I mean, Baltimore should win that game easily, but we'll see because they have been, yeah, you know, yeah, up and down. Yeah, your four o'clock games. You have Tampa, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to the West Coast to play the San Francisco Forty ers the San Diego Chargers look to take on the Atlanta Falcons. The New England Patriots versus a Ben Waffelsberger list Pittsburgh Steelers. Your Sunday night game features the NFC West showdown between the division leader and Seattle Seahawks versus the Arizona Cardinals and your Monday night game. Features former Denver Broncos quarterback and new quarterback of the Houston Texas, Houston Texans, Brock Osweiler, 
will take on his former team, the Denver Broncos. Uh, let's go ahead and give our predictions on who's going to win this week. Starting with the Bears versus Packers. Who you got? You say who do I have? Yeah. Uh, it's a toss-up. I don't know. I don't even see the point spread, but it's the uh, Bears versus Packers. I know we don't go with the point spread because that thing blows my life. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. In that particular matchup, I haven't, I haven't really even picked the winner at all. So, uh, well, in this matchup, know. I'm going to take the Packers. Oh, oh, here you go. The Packers are favorite to win by less than seven point five points. Wow, really? I'm going to take the Packers in that matchup. Uh, uh, Giants versus the Rams in London. The Giants are favorite to win by less than three. I'm going to take the Rams I, I, in this game. Me too. Me too. I'm going to pick this week after we see them bounce back. The Giants defense can't stop Todd Gurley. I'm not going to say that. You know, you know what sucks? hundred million dollars is that that dude is the truth, man. Todd Gurley is the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so to hundred million dollars on defense, so I can't same, stop nothing. 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 But hey, they keep losing though, because because I got a couple fantasy players that's playing against them uh, this week, so I don't mind them. Uh, yeah, don't don't play hard this week. So my players can mm-hmm. go ahead and do what they need to do. Bring me on to win. So, hey. let's see. The Saints versus Chiefs. You I know what? I'm going to go with. Even the, I See, I have Alex Smith as my backup quarterback for one of my fantasy teams or whatever. And when I saw that, I, I will admit, I did start him over Andrew Luck, um, even though the Colts are paying it playing the Titans this week um, because the Saints defense have not been all that great this year. At all. Um, so, I expect, I'm expecting him to have a big game against the Saints. Um, I mean, I know I know Drew Brees going to do what he do, but I'm expecting oh, yeah. Alex Smith to have a big game um, against the Saints uh, defense. Because um, they have not been that great against the pass this year, or for the run, or the run for that matter. But hey, yeah. We'll Next see. game you have we'll the see. Colts versus Titans. I go. I'm gonna go with the Colts. Um, because I I have um. I, I do have a couple Colts players that I need to like do their thing. Um, even though I'm not starting out uh, Andrew Luck this uh, this week, because I decided to go with uh, Alex Smith, but I think it's going to be a close game though. Um, neither team, neither team so far this year has done anything to really like stand out. Um, so we'll see. Um, it should be an interesting game though. Right. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm going to pull it out. I'm going to roll with Tennessee on this one. For the simple fact that the Colts can't win on win on the road. Ah. The Minnesota Vikings versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm picking Minnesota because Philly sucks, man. Plain and simple. I'm picking Minnesota to continue to be undefeated. Which is surprising, by the way. I don't think anybody expected Minnesota to be defeated, to be to go undefeated this season. Nobody. Honestly. So they they uh, were one of my favorites to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. 
Because honestly, I like what Mike Zimmer Mike Zimmer has done with his franchise in the two years that he's been here. Been there. I'm going to also take the Vikings. It, it's going to be a closer game, but I'm still going to take the Vikings. Browns versus Bengals. Who wins the Paul Brown Bowl? Hmm. I don't even know. Can't really say. Let's see. And that might Cincinnati be because I don't, favorite I don't care 10. either way. The Bengals yeah, are favored by 10. <laughs> right yeah, but, but we right all from now, Cincinnati, though. Yeah, we know. As of right now, so, mm. I'm going to be the wild card here. And I think the Cleveland Browns will get their first win of the season in this game. Think so? I think so. If not this week, definitely next week against the Jets. Because they've been close. They've been so close this season. They've been close to getting that first win. I think they finally will get it in the next between the next two weeks. Let's see, let's hmm. see, let's see. Next game, the Washington Redskins versus the Detroit Lions. I'm going for my Lions. I have been a diehard Lions fan since I've I got introduced to football, especially professional football, and got introduced to Barry Sanders. I am a Detroit Lions fan to my heart. Um, I expect them, and I do, but I do feel that we should have a better record than what we have now. But I do expect them to come out and uh, and, and 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 win this game. I expect Golden Tate to have another big game this week. So uh, I'm picking. I'm going with the Lions. I'm going with the home team. Uh, I'm going to go with my Washington Redskins, who are two and zero on the road this season. Not because of well, that's my team and all, but honestly, I think the Redskins could actually win this game. Nothing against Detroit because offensively, the Lions are a scary team. I just think the Redskins will get it done on the road and move on to five and two. The Oakland Raiders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags are favored to win by less than one point. <laughs> wow. wow. No faith. <laughs> no. Yeah. no okay, faith they're going to win by Let's one. Go. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Um, um, I'm going to take the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> this this game is going to be a shootout, but I'm going to take the Oakland Raiders just because. Buffalo Bills versus the Miami Dolphins. Honestly, this game could go either way. This game could, this game could go either way. Um, so... Uh, it's a toss up for me. Uh, if I if I just had to choose one, I'm gonna go with Miami. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. Uh, I'm gonna have to roll with the Bills. I'm gonna have to roll with the Bills. I think that defense will get to Ryan, get to Ryan Tannehill a lot. Ravens versus Jets. I'm going Ravens. Not even gonna think about it. Tampa Bay versus San Fran. I'm going to go San Francisco. I think Kaepernick gets the 49ers their second win of the season. They're playing a, they're playing an easier opponent in Tampa Bay. They have a great Tampa has a great offense, but I just think the 49ers have enough to match Tampa's offense. San Diego at Atlanta. 
I'm going to take. I'll the pick Falcons. Atlanta. I'm yeah, going to take I'm the picking Falcons. Atlanta. The Patriots versus Steelers. Wow, I'm just going. I'm just going to say going, Tom Brady. And I'm now. going to England. I'm going to say I'm going to. Seattle I'm expecting Tom Arizona. Brady to like light them up. Oh yeah. Arizona uh, versus Seattle. Seattle. Honestly, I think I'm going to take Arizona in this game. Then you have Texan. Then you have Houston and Denver. I'm going to take Denver. Well, folks, that is actually the end. Wow, we're out of time. Hello? Man, we, Hello? I can't believe it, man. It went by that fast. Man, I can't I believe know. it. All went by that fast, man. It went by quickly. Oh, man, but uh, I want to thank Bishop for stepping in to co-host this thing with me. Holly. I truly appreciate it. Those who are listening, thank you for listening to tonight's episode of Two Sides of the Story Presents the Skybox. Remember, you can follow follow us on Facebook, Two Sides of the Story Productions. We also have the group. We also have our own Facebook group, the Skybox. So you know who this is. I will see y'all once again next week. Peace. Deuces.